What is going on? And we are back with the 19th episode of NF Sports Talk. I just want to thank you for all of you for tuning in today. And today's podcast, we're going to be continuing what we were doing for the last few days now. And we're going to be going to a podcast, or NFL draft rather, that you most likely know most of the players in as it's more of a recent draft and it's a 2016 NFL draft. So, you know, just to get moving on, this is a draft, like I said, where, you know, the players are still relatively young. And, um, you know, they're they're still maturing as they go. And there's going to be a lot of more names that most people listening to this will, will know. And they'll be a lot more familiar than some guys in 2012, 2013 that we've been doing in the past. So just to start it off, this is a really stacked draft as there's a lot of great talent in the first seven picks. They've all been pro bowlers. And, you know, even the whole first round, even some of them have been pro bowlers. But they're all big time names that most of you will know, like I said. And uh, I have Ethan here with me. We're just going to go over most of these guys, they're they're pretty big-time names. And uh, without further ado, with the first overall pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Los Angeles Rams select Jared Goff with their first pick. You know, he was out of California from the Pac-12 Conference. And, you know, two quarterbacks again for the second straight draft and are overtaken one and two. So, Ethan, what are your thoughts on, on these two quarterbacks, more specifically with Jared Goff at the time? But you can continue right on to Carson Wentz after that. Yeah, you know, this is the first year we're seeing the Los Angeles Rams after they've moved from St. Louis. And, you know, as soon as they moved, it seems like they got better at drafting. You know, we're not seeing them take someone in the top five that we never heard of, that never pans out in the NFL. Obviously, we've seen Jared Goff make it to a Super Bowl. And, you know, with uh, Sean McVay, super young coach, they were able to do a lot in that 2018 season. But obviously this year, we've seen them uh, take a little step back. And, you know, maybe they have too much talent there. Too many uh, big-name franchise guys with Cooks, uh, Ramsey, Gurley, Goff. So it'll be interesting to see if they can uh, bounce back from their 2019 season. Though, uh, with the new playoff uh, format they got going on, they, they would have made the playoffs. But obviously, that starts next year, not this year. So... They didn't make the playoffs, but Goff still, I didn't realize, he still had a pretty good season, 4,600 yards. He had 16 interceptions, but, you know, he still got a, a lot done passing. And then moving on to number two, we got the Eagles taking Wentz out of North Dakota. And in my opinion, I, I think he's overrated, in my opinion. You know, we always see analysts and guys like Skip Bayless and... You know, Stephen A. Smith, they rave about this guy. And he, other than his rookie season, this is his first year. He's played all 16 games. He had 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. But, you know, you, you didn't hear too much about him. And they uh, they won the Super Bowl, obviously, as we know, against the Patriots. But, you know, that, that didn't really have nothing to do with him because uh, he's been injured. So You had like, to rig that up, eh? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I I definitely think he's overrated. He's getting paid a lot of money. Obviously, we've seen him have a a bit of a hard time staying healthy. He is very big, though. I didn't know. He's 6'5", 240. So, you know, that's huge. And uh, if they can bring in some receivers, you know, maybe that'll help him out a bit. Obviously, we were talking yesterday in a previous draft how they just lost uh, Nelson Aguilar. So... That I guess uh, looking down the draft, you know, there's not too many quarterbacks taken in this draft uh, that we've heard of, really. So, 
def- definitely a good one and two pick for both franchises, and they've both kind of become the franchise player for those respective teams. So I think that it's a good pick, but you know, don't know if either of them are worth that humongous contract that they've got. You know, um, I know you said that Carson Wentz is, you know, you're not you're not speaking too highly on Carson. You know, I, I get he's a good quarterback and he's definitely a young one. But you know what? It's just crazy to me that they said they said that Cam Newton was an average quarterback who had one good season. And and I don't know any better example than Carson Wentz being an average quarterback who had one good season. You know what I mean? Yeah, and obviously um Dak is in this uh draft as well. That's kind of those are the top three quarterbacks and you know, they always they always say that Wentz is way better than Dak, they're not even in the same league, but you know, I, I think that's wrong. Like he came uh Wentz came out of a, a smaller school and still didn't even put up that great of numbers. He only his best season was thirty one hundred yards, so I don't know. Yeah. It, yeah. He, he's he's interesting. I guess, you know, if you're a Philly guy, you love him. If not, you know, you kind of think he might be a bit overrated. This year he actually had uh 16 fumbles. You know, wow. that that that's one a game. Yeah, and you know, looking at it here, he he's definitely played much better. His record doesn't show him playing well other than that 2017 season and then he, you know, ultimately ended up getting injured, but you know, he threw 27 touchdowns to seven interceptions last year and he was throwing to guys that, you know, you could pull off the stands and put them in a jersey and they could catch the ball. You know what I mean? Like he had he didn't have Elshon, he had Deshaun Jackson for week one and then he was gone. And, you know, he, he put up huge numbers still, four thousand yards, uh twenty twenty seven touchdowns, like I said, and, and you know, he hasn't put he hasn't thrown more than seven touchdowns since or seven interceptions since his first season. So yeah. He's done quite well the last three years considering it, but his record is, you know, five and six in two thousand eighteen and nine and seven last year, so not the greatest. No. But uh, you know I guess it all it all depends on who you ask if you believe he is uh, you know, a top elite level quarterback. I think he's better than Goff. If you're taking them one and two, I think I think he's better than Goff. Because Goff hasn't really shown much either, you know what I mean? He he's on a very good team and and he's got better receivers than Wentz for sure, so Yeah, I, I would say he's better than uh yeah, I'd say he's a bit better than Goff, uh, but I, I think he does have a bit of a better coach, a little bit more experience, obviously, with McVay being super, super young. But I would definitely probably take Dak over those two, and we'll get into Dak later on down the list. Yeah, it, you know, he was a steal, I believe, later on in the draft. I don't think he was taken in the higher rounds, if I'm not mistaken. But Yeah, um, the fourth, fourth round, so. Yeah, so. That's that's a great story there, but you know, uh, you know, just to move on, to, to wrap it up here, both good quarterbacks, both young, but uh, I, you know, they're they both made it to the Super Bowl. One was a starter, one was injured, but you know, in their last four years, they've both made it to the Super Bowl once time each. So that's pretty yeah, good if you look at it that way. And just a quick note, uh, you know, the one and two pick uh, were traded that year. Yeah, I saw that. From uh, yeah, Tennessee traded out from number one, and Cleveland traded out from number two. So, and Cleveland went quite down the list. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, but 
you know, we've seen how the NFL shapes out. So, moving on to number three, we got Joey Bosa. Very good defensive end, in my opinion. I like him. Good player. 11 and a half sacks last year. One forced fumble. 67 tackles. Definitely, uh, definitely that defensive end position runs in the family. Yeah. In the father, I think he was a football player too, was he not? Yeah, yeah, he was. He played in from 87 to 89, so he played two years. But, you know, that's still, you know, to have three uh, three family members in the NFL is obviously no easy job. And both is very good coming out of Ohio, along with his brother. So, two-time Pro Bowler, Defense Rookie of the Year. Very, very good pick for uh, the Chargers. Fits well on that defense. Definitely a great leader. Yeah, for sure, and you know, I didn't know he was this young. Uh, I thought he was a bit older than this. And this draft is, you know, these guys have been in the league for about four years now, but they see it seems a bit longer than that because you know, moving up to the next pick here, number four, you know, another guy out out of Ohio, Ohio State, Ezekiel Elliott. You know, he he he. I just like him as a running back. He's one of my favorite running backs. He, he just runs hard. You know what I mean? And you know, he's got a great line, uh, in in Dallas and and uh, pretty good offense around him now, but. He just runs hard, and he's so athletic, and he's, he's a pretty big guy uh, overall. So, you know, at, at number four, it just feels like he was in the league the other day and in his rookie season, you know, doing everything that he's doing in his career. He stayed pretty healthy, uh, to, to knock on wood, you know what I mean? He, he stayed pretty healthy in his career so far. And, uh, you know, other than his second season, he's played most of the games, and, you know, he's put up huge numbers. Like his rookie season, he put up 1,600 yards. That's just ridiculous as a rookie, you know what I mean? Yeah, with 15 touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, I guess, like, like with this draft, there's, uh, you know, there's some guys that might be, like, 22, some that would be, like, 24, 25, depending on how many years they did in college. Like, uh, I believe Wentz is a bit older than 23. He is, uh, yeah, see, Wentz is 27. Mm-hmm. And Zeke is only... 24 and they were taking the same draft so it yeah it's interesting you know depends on how many years you uh do in college but yeah zeke is absolute monster like look at his yards every year touchdowns great you know he, he fumbled three times this year he recovered one of them but definitely uh an amazing amazing running back and very good guy off the field i believe it was christmas for his rookie year and he bought mm-hmm. the he bought all the linemen like big ATVs and stuff. Yeah, taking care of his guys that you know ultimately that take care of him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely For super sure. good guy. You know, um, yeah, definitely one of the better running backs in the league, I'd say, and I I believe he earned his paycheck for sure. Uh, if he could just stay, you know, out of the headlines with all the extra stuff he's done in college, with you know this, that, and the every other thing. Um, you know, it'd be great to see that. I'm sure uh, he's trying to get past that stuff, the allegations that have happened before. But, uh, you know, like you said, I feel like he's a good guy. He's just uh, young. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, young, a lot of money, stuff happens. But, you know, as long as, you know, Dallas in general can keep out of the headlines, you know, there's always yeah. something going on down there, it seems like. And, you know, they love the they love the media attention. But, you know, that's not what they need. They just need to get Play games football. and yeah, when, like, they should be winning. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, moving down to number five, you got another cornerback here who, you know, I believe he's good, but
but I don't believe he's as good as he he set, makes himself sound, you know. Uh, and that's Jalen Ramsey. He he spent his time with the Jacksonville Jaguars for a majority of his career, and last year, out of nowhere, really, he uh he wasn't having it in Jacksonville anymore, and requested a trade, and, and got traded to the uh, Los Angeles Rams, who you know their bankroll is as high as anyone, and they just picked up this guy who uh you know he's on a big contract as well, but. You know, I'm I'm just looking at it here. He he hasn't yeah like he, last year he had one interception. So you know, inter, like we said last podcast, interceptions aren't the biggest thing I guess when you're looking at good corners, but they're definitely the first thing you look at when you're when you're looking at good corners. Yeah, yeah, he only played uh, twelve games, which is uh, you know every other year he's played all sixteen, but you know he's moving into a new defense, and you know he, he's good, but. Uh, He's good, but I don't know. Yeah, you're right. He makes himself seem, you know, that much better in the news and kind of like the same same sort of deal. You know, he's just got to keep to himself. He's just got to play football and, you know, talk when you win. Exactly. He reminds me of like a younger Richard Sherman, you know, like Richard Sherman used to always talk and that's what, uh, you know, I didn't really like him too much for that. But at the end of his career and, and now he's really stopped talking and he's just played football and, and let that do the talking and. Look at last year; he had a great year. I know his Super Bowl performance wasn't the greatest, as you know, they put the fastest guy in the NFL on him, which doesn't make sense. But I don't think that was his choice. He was just going out there to do his job. But at the same time, you just got to let your play on-field play do the talking when you when you're at cornerback. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But regardless, a great cornerback and someone who, you know, he's he's quite young still, twenty five years old, so definitely has a lot of good years left in his career for sure yeah definitely and uh they uh they traded their this year's first and i believe next year's fourth for him wow yeah so i don't know i guess it depends if you would say that's a steal or not like you know obviously we've seen what um what other players get traded for so yeah i I think that's not bad because uh obviously the Rams have a, a mid-range pick this year, being one game out of the playoffs. So, right, yeah, it's you know, it, it's something. Um, you don't, you know, they just kind of unloaded every kind of star player they had. With last straw was Calais Campbell, and I believe that they're pretty close to trading Yannick Ngakwe out of there as well. Who, you know, he's probably their last guy who was on that good defense with them back in in the year they they made it that big run and uh you know you also have Talbot Smith but he's uh missing uh or I don't know if he's missing or or what's going on but he's not reporting to the team for almost the last year so yeah yeah and it's crazy actually Yannick and um Yannick and Miles Jack are also in this draft really wow they stacked up on this draft yeah, all very good defensive players, and you know, yeah, yeah, they they did definitely did improve after yeah. you know after us seeing their last couple of years, they definitely did uh do some good drafting this year. But you know, it is curious how I said yesterday, on uh, you know Jacksonville, how they took that guy from Florida that we had no idea. You know, it's interesting to see here at five, Jalen Ramsey went to Florida State again, another mm-hmm. another guy super close. Yeah. That must be a, play a big factor in their scouting report as they're scouting close to close to home. Yeah, for sure. 
But, um, you know, Jalen Ramsey, great corner at number five, you know, pretty good pick for Jacksonville, even though it was only there for, you know, a couple of years of his career. But moving on here, you know, you got, uh, you got the, or at six, you got offensive tackle and Ronnie Stanley. He, he's good. I believe he's on the, uh, uh, I believe he's on the, or no, that's, that's Joe Stanley. Yeah. So I believe he's still with the Ravens. Uh, definitely a big part of their success last year and, and a great lineman, but, uh, you know, we're going to look here at straight to seven. DeForest Buckner, who, you know, he, he's a big time pass rusher at the defensive tackle position. And he's with a new team now in the uh, Indianapolis Colts, who just signed him to a huge, huge deal after he got treated. Yeah, he, uh, wow, he is six foot seven, 295. You know, that's a, that's a huge guy in there clogging up the hole. And, you know, last year he had seven and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, four fumble recoveries. So, you know, yeah, he's definitely a, a super good defensive tackle there. Or, yeah, 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 defensive tackle. Yeah, super good uh, pick there. And, you know, obviously we see that line is pretty great. Yeah, that's the thing. They all complement each other quite well. So, um, you know, part of his success probably is because of that great line. But at the same time, he, he did have 12 sacks the year before last year as well. So, you know, very consistent and he's putting up big numbers regardless. And I'm sure, you know, you got to think um, Darius Leonard and, and those boys in, in Indianapolis. And, you know, now you got DeVoris Buckner. You, you got to think that that's going to be a pretty scary defense uh, coming at you from the pass rush for sure. Yeah. And, you know, moving down the list a bit, we got a couple, you know, solid role players. We got Leonard Floyd going nine to the Bears. Had, he had yeah. a decent season. 40 tackles, uh, three sacks. But, uh, you know, after him, we got Eli Apple, who I believe he's kind of, yeah, he's kind of been around the league. He went to the Saints after the Giants, and, you know, now I'm pretty sure they're finalizing the deal with um, the Raiders. I believe. Oh, he's, uh, is he going to Oakland or Las Vegas? Yes, he, he's signed, but they haven't uh, released mm-hmm. the money yet. I just seen that thing today. Oh, but, yeah. you know, that that's a... That's another player taken out of Ohio State. Three defensive yeah. player, three players, sorry, in uh, in ten round or top ten. So, you know that's great. Moving on to eleven, we got the Bucks. Honestly, never heard of this guy in my life. So, I don't, I don't Vernon know Hargraves. Yeah, is was he any good or? You know he it's the Buccaneers, so you know they don't have the best of luck when it comes to draft picks. But you know he, he's uh. He's on Houston now, yeah. Yeah, I believe he's a slot corner, and I believe he had a good year last year with Houston with that new offense. You know, I believe they uh, talked about how they had like Brandon, uh, Brandon Roby, and um, as well as um, this guy Vernon Hargraves, and they had someone else, and they had like three first round corners at one point starting for their team in Houston. Yeah, you know, solid another solid role player. You know, moving on to twelve, another good role player, Sheldon Rankins, obviously a huge. Huge uh, defensive tackle, three hundred five yeah. pounds. Not bad. Um, the Saints picked up his uh, fifth year option, so he's staying with the, with the Saints, again. But uh, is, is this the is this the guy at thirteen who had that video released, right yeah, before this, the draft? This is the guy who is supposed to go, uh, Laramie Tunzel. Yeah, Laramie it's Tunzel. Really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be like a top three pick in the draft this year. And, you know, someone, I believe it was they hacked his phone. 
and uh, right here actually projected him to be the number one pick. So he, uh, yeah, his phone got hacked of him smoking weed, and you know, obviously he dropped down to thirteen. I guess that's that's not too bad, and you know, apparently that's why that's why Tennessee traded that number one pick is because they they were going to pick him up at one. And they took Jack Conklin instead of eight. Yeah. So, yeah, and actually, yeah, it makes sense, right? Another t- offensive tackle. Yeah. But, but yeah, he was involved in, I believe, it was him and Kenny Steele, Kenny Stills, sorry, to yeah. the Texans, right? Yeah, for a bunch of first rounders. Yeah, for two firsts and a second, like yeah, that's definitely a uh, a steal in Miami's part, but. Yeah, definitely a good offensive tackle. Yeah, you know, like, uh, that would have been unprecedented to see a, a tackle go number one overall. But, uh, you know, he got a, probably caught a break at going 13. That's quite a quite a still a good pick. And, you know, he could have, you know, like you said, we talked about the other day, that one guy, Michael Michael Sam or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, he, you saw how much he fell. So someone like this, you know, something like that come out on minutes before being drafted, it, it's it's something that affected him, but not too much as he still got picked in, you know, top 15 rounds for top 15 picks. Yeah, actually, you know, I'm surprised he only fell to 13. Yeah. Obviously, with, you know, professional sports being huge on marijuana and whatnot. But, yeah, still still went at 13. You know, good for him. At least he's able to turn it around. And, you know, I have never heard anything about him again regarding drugs or anything like that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, we got Carl Joseph, who uh, recently signed with the Browns. Oh, did he? Yeah, so he's no longer with uh, the Raiders. But yeah, okay, I guess nice, a decent role player. I guess you could you could say. I believe uh, they probably let go of him because of John Abraham or Abrams or whatever the safety who was injured this year. Yeah. So yeah, decent player. We got the Browns taking. Corey Coleman. Yeah, this guy was supposed to be a stud coming out of, um, you know, Baylor, and I believe his first season he didn't do too bad, and then he just he's gone downhill. Actually, spent some time with the Patriots. Um, you know, got cut right after that, after a few weeks, and then you know I think he found a home in in the Giants for that season and and last season as well. I'm not sure if he's still there, but you know, someone who's bounced around the league and you know. I believe he's the first receiver drafted in this in this draft, so that that says something, right? Yeah, um, he re, he just resigned with the Giants actually a couple of days ago, but twenty nineteen he didn't play at all with a torn ACL on the first day of training camp. So you know that that's obviously tough, but yeah, you're right. He was on the Patriots for six days, and uh, yeah. he was he was cut for his former Browns teammate Josh Gordon at that time. Yeah. So. Yeah, and actually, you know, three days later, the Patriots picked him back up again for the practice squad, and then nine days later, he was released from the practice squad. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know how Bill likes to sign and cut the same guy three, yeah. four, five times a year. But yeah, you know, he's only twenty-five. If he can bounce back after this, uh, this ACL injury, you know, he might be able to still do something. He had seven hundred yards, or sorry, only four hundred yards his first uh, his rookie season. But you know, he's never played more than ten games a year, so. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that that's unfortunate. But, you know, at 16, we got the Lions taking a guy I've uh, never heard of, but it's another Ohio State player. Taylor Decker, yeah. 
an, another att- offensive tackle, which it makes that the third one or fourth one in the last yeah. 10 picks. Yeah, exactly. You know, that that's interesting to see that lots of tackles have been taken this year, but, you know, at 17, we got a, a good safety, obviously, for the Falcons. Yeah, John O'Neill. Yeah, so good player. Um, yeah, you know, he. Uh, I believe he suffered a gruesome injury last year, which was unfortunate to see, but, you know, a great player and uh, someone who does it all really there at the safety position. Yeah, I guess, you know, we kind of talked about Jordan Reed a couple podcasts ago, and, you know, he's the reason that Jordan Reed's season was ended. I guess he did the legal helmet-to-helmet hit. He was really? Fined, yeah, he was fined 30000 And then in week three, he suffered a torn Achilles tendon just before halftime. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, so I'm not going to say it, but we're both thinking it. That's uh, that's two years in a row where he's uh, had season-ending injuries, but... You know, he he was still a pro bowler, so you know obviously he's uh could be a de- pretty decent player if he can come back. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, here at eighteen, I've never heard of this guy personally, uh, but it seems like he's a good center, at, at Ryan Kelly. I've never heard of him, but you yeah, know. no, I, I've never heard of him either. But you know that uh, it seems like they're pretty good at drafting linemen there for uh, Indianapolis with Quentin Nelson. Obviously, he's played. This guy's played fifty-one uh, straight games. He was a uh, first-time Pro Bowler this year, so mm, yeah. But yeah, he uh, he won the national championship three times in uh, college. So <laughs> first guy out of Bama. Yeah, and actually, yeah, he won. He won it with LSU as well. Wow. Yeah, and then uh, you know, moving to nineteen. Another decent role player from uh, Alabama's, you know, their kryptonite in Clemson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on the Dolphins now, actually. So. Yeah, they signed him to a, I think it was a three-year, two-year deal that just this past off season. Yeah, yeah, three-year, thirty million dollar deals. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, another decent role player. Yeah, not gonna you know, he doesn't make too many plays at the moment, but you know, you never know where it could go, but you know, someone who'll come in there and get your four, five, six, seven sacks a year. So, you know, not a bad pick there, but Buffalo, but you know, there, there's a lot of picks. Just looking here at the list, there's a lot of guys that, you know, um haven't really lived up to their hype, um, as you know, some of the first few picks that we talked about, but Yeah, you know, definitely lot lots of role players though. Like yeah. uh, you know, we got Wolf Fuller to Texans, Josh Doxson and Laquan Treadwell. You know, these guys are all first-round receivers, gone three picks in a row, and, you know, you could say that they've all had basically below-average to, to average careers at at the moment in time. Yeah, Treadwell's best season is 302 yards. You know, I thought, you know, when you actually look at their stats and where they are drafted, like, if I thought of him, you know, I'd think of maybe over 300 yards as his best season. You know, decent player. I guess, yeah. but, you know, only 302 yards is best season, so maybe not as good as, you know, one might think. But, yeah, moving down here, I believe we also talked about this yesterday. The Broncos. We did, yeah. The Broncos taken uh, Paxton Lynch. Yeah. At, at what's that, 26? So that's that's a pretty, pretty good pick for a guy who, you know, he might have been one of the worst quarterback quarterbacks taken in the few, last few drafts. Yeah, and I didn't know he's actually on the Steelers now. Wow, I didn't know that either. Yeah, and he hasn't played since uh, 
2017, so he didn't play at all last year. But you know, this guy, yeah, he did have a lot of hype coming out uh, out of the out of the draft because uh, who is who's like their head football guy? Is it uh, Elway? Elway, yeah. Yeah, so I, I believe Elway took took him because he kind of reminded him of himself. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what a great what a great pick there. Yeah, but this guy's six seven, two forty five. That's huge, yeah. Yeah, that that's massive. You can almost put this guy as you know a, a little tight end or a lineman even. Yeah, that's that's a big. T- I don't even know where he is now. Oh, you said the Steelers, yeah. So yeah, but I didn't uh, even know he got there. Yeah, last year he was actually on the Seahawks. So really. Yeah, you know, obviously a first rounder who didn't pan out. No. But you know. Looking at his stats, though, it seems like he never really got the chance. So, whether that was from, you know, in practice, where you know he didn't he didn't perform very well to lead him to not get their uh, to get his starting spot at all, but yeah, like like we said yesterday, you know, they were kind of I remember this situation it was kind of weird. They were going back and forth between Simeon and Paxton Lynch like every other day and, and get split in reps, and they just never stuck with one guy. Uh, and that yeah. kind of messed up their momentum and definitely their growth as a as a young player. Yeah, kind of like for both of those guys. So, you know, it seems like they got their quarterback situation figured out. Yeah, you know, uh, having to draft a few quarterbacks in, the, in a row, but, you know, they finally got it, hopefully, and um, they're trying to build around him. Yeah, and, you know, moving down a little bit here, we got, you know, a pretty good player taken in uh, Kenny Clark. Defensive tackle for the the Packers first uh first time Pro Bowler this year. Yeah, he had a good year. Yeah. Yeah, sixty two tackles, six sacks, forced fumble. So yeah, big guy. Yeah, three fifteen, six foot three, big guy clogging that hole. Yeah, and uh, you know, very good pick there. Um, yeah, do uh. Do you want to just briefly explain why the Patriots had a forfeited draft pick here? Uh, no, I don't want to explain it, actually. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, obviously, looking here, the Patriots didn't have their first-round pick, which is, you know, unfortunate. But, you know, I guess that's just that's just what happens when you... Uh, it's flat right there. Yeah, when you decide to, you know, make the balls a little bit easier to catch, so... Yeah, well, it's just with that being said, let's go to the second round here. Uh, you know, not much, too much talent, and in the first round, honestly, I couldn't really pronounce half the guys' names if I wanted to. Uh, you know, I believe that guy from Arizona, he uh, something happened to him. He was supposed to be a stud, and just something didn't happen. But you know, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. But just to just to move here to the second round, this is a stacked start to the second round. You you know, you got Emmanuel Agua to start it at 32 and you know not sure who at 33 is but you got a stud linebacker and i love this guy actually for you know his story and, that, and that's jalen smith out of uh notre dame and he was drafted by the dallas cowboys at, at 34 yeah you know just looking that's five great picks in a row really we got smith hunter henry miles jack chris jones and xavier howard yeah all, all very good picks you know five players in a row Though uh, Hunter Henry and Miles Jack never made a Pro Bowl, definitely still very good players. So, yeah, for that, sure, 
those are uh, five really good picks there to start off the second round. Yeah, and, and you know, just to point out, the reason why we keep saying uh, never made a Pro Bowl, I believe a bunch of this yesterday, but the guys that you know on this list, the guys that are that stand out to us are highlighted if they made a Pro Bowl. So that's what we see at first, obviously. But you know, there's definitely great talent here at at, at Miles Jack and Hunter Henry who have not quite made a Pro Bowl, but at the same time. Hunter Henry's not been able to really stay healthy uh, at at his position, and uh, I believe he missed. Did he miss all of last year? I know he missed all of the year before that. No, it, it was just the year before that. I'm pretty sure yeah. uh, he played the whole year this year. He played twelve oh, yeah? games. He played twelve yeah. games. Yeah, he had five touchdowns and uh, six hundred and fifty yards. So not yeah, not bad for good. playing twelve games and. Yeah, but you know, moving down, we got arguably uh, the two yeah, best crazy. At, at their position right now obviously yeah uh, the 2015 heisman winner and you know rushing leader this year we had derrick henry out of bama and then bama. Know, two short picks later we got you know michael thomas who this guy gotta be on record to break uh, or gotta be on pace to break some of these receiving records yeah just uh two things here before i get to the first question on the second one uh Michael Thomas out of Ohio State, and so was Ezekiel Elliott and Joey Bosa. So stacked out of Ohio State this this draft for sure. Um, yeah. But you know, just to just my second question or first question, going back to it, are you are you surprised that a 2015 Heisman Trophy winner and Derrick Henry was taken this late in the draft? Yeah, like like uh, not late, but at the second round, you know. Yeah, it's interesting to see. Maybe he. Um... I don't know. I was wondering maybe if he went back for. I'm not sure in college football if it's the same as basketball. I know basketball you can do one and done, but I believe in uh, football it's not the same. I believe you have to do two or three years. Obviously, we've seen him do. We we seen him do uh, three years. So. Yeah, you know that that's actually strange that he was taken uh, that far down. I believe the only running back taken ahead of him was yeah, it's just a uh, Elliot. So. Yeah, well, but speaking yeah. on the other hand, look at like Michael Thomas. Look at the guys that were drafted at receiver ahead of him. You know. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, that that's crazy. You know, Michael Thomas had more receiving yards this year than he did in three years at Ohio State. Wow. Yeah, like this guy. 1700 yards nine touchdowns like that's that's unbelievable Def, definitely complimentary to to you know drew Brees, but at the same time they complement each other quite well down there in in um new orleans yeah actually if you go uh if you go click on michael thomas's name it shows all his nfl records and you know there's probably about 15 or 20 of them here and they all have to do with uh receptions yeah. You know, most receptions, the first game of season, you know, the second game of season, third, fourth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, you know, like this guy, uh, 150 receiving or 150 caught balls this year, which is unbelievable. You know, that's, uh, like lining up against him, you almost got to know, you know, the ball is coming his way. Yeah. And, you know, that's crazy. Like you said, you know, that's the first option. And, undoubtedly the best option but you got to be prepared and it's crazy like you said he catches everything but you know for his first game of the year he got 16 balls that's that's huge you know that's yeah, that's that, big yeah you know in uh 
no, he's he's four seasons in, and he's caught four hundred and seventy. Like that, that's another record. So, and most yards through his first four seasons ever by a by a receiver. So that's crazy at five thousand five hundred and twelve. Yeah, you know, there's forty three games where most consecutive games with. So, in his career, he has had uh he holds the most consecutive games with four receptions which is he got 43 games in a row and then most consecutive games with 11 receptions which uh he had three and then most games with 12 receptions with two so you know this guy this guy gets the ball and you know it's surprising how you know teams aren't lining up you know even two three guys on him like you know a corner a linebacker safety like it's great this is crazy you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does end up breaking some all-time receiving oh, yeah. records. You know, he's got 5,500 yards in four seasons. So, yeah, he's definitely on pace. Might even be on pace to break Jerry's. You know, uh, at this point, if he can stay healthy and his longevity, he could possibly break Jerry Rice's all-time receiving yard record. Yeah, and you know, obviously, assuming uh, not sure how many years uh, Breeze has left in the tank, but you know, obviously, if they do draft a quarterback or they bring in another quarterback, you know, that's going to be a huge confidence booster for whoever they bring in at that position when Drew Brees is done. Obviously, having a guy that will catch any ball. Yeah. So, you know, at uh, in Jerry Rice's career, he got almost 23,000 receiving yards with, with 1,549 receptions. So, at that rate, you know... How many, how many seasons did he play? Um... He played, let's see here, he played almost, he played 19 seasons. And he had how many? He had 23,000 yards and um, let's call it 1,600 receptions. So at this so, rate, yeah. Michael Thomas is but a blow that. Yeah, at this rate, um, he's uh, projected to have 27,000 receiving yards. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, because each year he's averaging uh, 1,375 yards. And, you know, if Rice played 19 seasons, yeah, that's about 27,000 yards, which is uh, pretty absurd. And, you know, before we move on quick, just a quick question. Are you taking Thomas or DeAndre Hopkins? Um, no, I'm taking Thomas. Just the fact that he's a bit more quieter than Hopkins. Um, yeah. at, at, you know, like he – Every receiver's got the mentality of they're the best, but you know Thomas is is just quiet, and he, like I said, he lets the on field play do the talking. Yeah, definitely. But so, uh, yeah, amazing pick there, obviously. But you know, moving down, we got you know a guy. I'm not sure if uh, I realized how young this guy was. We got Dion Jones, linebacker. Obviously, he's you know, a stud. He, yeah, he ran a four three. At and, linebacker. Uh, at linebacker, and yeah, that's crazy. In his rookie year, he had three interceptions for 165 yards. You know, this guy's got more interceptions than quite a few corners. He has eight in four years. So you know, average, yeah, sorry, averaging two a year. The linebacker position, yeah, he's great. 110 tackles, no sacks, but I feel like he's definitely more of a coverage linebacker kind of guy. Yeah, he'll he'll make the coverage and. Um... You know, make the tackle in the open field for sure. Yeah, definitely running a 4-3. You know, he can keep up with... Uh, Anybody, up. really. Yeah, actually, you know, he had two milliseconds faster than Michael Thomas's 40. Wow. 
yeah, that's crazy. You know, um, you can almost think of him being as a, 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 a good receiver. tight end. Yeah, a tight end or receiver. Definitely. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and speaking of receivers, you know, this guy is kind of surprising. He hasn't made a Pro Bowl yet, and that's Tyler Boyd, who, you know, he signed that big deal with the Bengals not too long ago. I believe it was last year moving into, or two years ago moving into last year. But Tyler Boyd is a, is a pretty good receiver, and he's kind of came on out of uh, nowhere, really, uh, over the last few years, stepping up when A.J. Green's been out. And, uh, you know, that's kind of a reason why they signed him was because A.J. Green has had his health issues in the past. But, you know, look at look at Tyler Boyd's last two years. He's posted over 1,000 yards each season. Yeah, and, you know, with seven touchdowns and five. I, um, you know, honestly, I always thought Tyler Boyd was white. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, you know, obviously that has nothing to do with this. But I don't know. Yeah, he actually is uh, very under the radar, if you ask me. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't remember what game it was, but he, I believe he had an insane catch last year that was just ridiculous, uh, a ridiculous highlight reel catch that he had um, early on in the year. Uh, I'm going to try to find it here, but, you know, I, I believe it was against the Ravens, actually, and uh, he just, you know, was being pass interfered and just tackled before the ball was even in the in his hands, and he still made the catch, which is just, you know, he's a great great receiver and you know not the biggest but definitely able to come down with those balls that are in the air yeah and um you know moving on a little bit not too much going on here at the end of the second round you know von bell i've heard of him um but uh you know to start off the third round that's another huge pick by the titans they got kevin byard definitely uh definitely a great safety obviously a pro bowler he uh 16 games, 84 tackles, you know, five picks, nine pass deflections. So definitely uh, a stud there on defense. So Yeah, just a ball hawk for sure. And he actually, um, he threw a 66-yard touchdown. So Really? Yeah, which is crazy. Wow. Wonder what, uh. Mike Rabel's cooking up there in, in Tennessee. Yeah. And, yeah, like, after looking at all these guys, you know, Deion Jones, uh, you know, he's got a faster 40 than all these guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. He's insanely fast. And, uh, you know, big. He's a big player as well. Like, he's six, what did you say, six three or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, just a big-time linebacker, but at the same time, uh, very fast one, athletic as well. Wow, he has a lot of interceptions in his career compared to some of these other, you know, future Hall of Famer corners and stuff we've talked about. You know, he he has seventeen in the last three years. Yeah, that has to be a big, just a great ball hawk, and you know, he's always making plays on the ball. Yeah, you know, and uh, obviously he's out of Middle Tennessee State, so assuming he probably didn't go very far after being drafted, which is uh, you know, always good staying around home. Yeah, uh, that's a good pick there for them for sure. Yeah, and then we have uh, another pro bowler, as we are talking about um, the Jaguars earlier on, and Yannick. Definitely, Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, you know, a decent guy. Eight, eight sacks, 41 tackles, and you know, interception this year. Not bad, but as we've talked, that uh, defense is really uh, not even their defense, really. Kind of like the whole team's just falling through. You know, no one wants to play there no more. So. Yeah. 
Um, do, do you see the one guy that, you know, he's uh, kind of under the radar at this point. And uh, at the third round here, it's pick 73, you got Kenyon Drake, who, another Bama guy. Yeah, I didn't even know he was with the Cardinals anymore, or as of now. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't think he's ever kind of lived up to the hype. You know, he's definitely he's uh, he's definitely more of a receiving back, I'd want to say, than uh, the running back. He's he's really good with the ball in his hands for sure, making plays actually after the catch. And uh, you know, he had that one miracle in Miami with uh, with uh, you know, last one of the last games of the season against the Patriots, and uh, that was him. It was it was him, and uh, he he ultimately scored it, but um, I believe Kenny Stills. Helped uh, toss on the ball, and then he scored the touchdown. Yes, the Miami miracle. Yeah, unfortunately, but, you know, hey, if that doesn't happen, then the Patriots don't get the two seed, and then they don't go into Kansas City and beat the, beat the Chiefs. Yeah, you know, moving down, I'm kind of surprised that this guy's never been uh, a Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah. You know, a two-time Super Bowl champion on your Patriots. Uh, what do you think about him? You know, like I said, he was probably going to get the biggest contract in 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 the league at lineman for sure this off season. Uh, he was getting paid; he's almost getting paid fifty million dollars uh, on his franchise tag, and that's Joe Tooney, who, you know, this guy hasn't missed a game, or barely missed a snap rather in, in his entire career, and um, I believe he. I believe it started. I don't know. There's some stat that, uh, yeah, he's been to the Super Bowl. First three years of Super uh, his league, or first three years he's been in the league. He he's gone to the Super Bowl every year, but last year it changed it. But look at look at the look at the stats. Right, sixteen, 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 sixteen. He's played every game. Um, of his career, uh, so far, and I'm not sure exactly where the where the uh stats are for alignment on here but he's only given up like a few sacks i believe in his entire career um and, and that's just huge you know that's that's dependability and that's huge for for the patriots for sure um they, they love the guys who are dependable and you know in his career he's only had uh 12 holding penalties combined and uh 18 penalties in total so yeah you know um that uh that's great Good for him. Great player. Definitely a, a good lineman there in New England. But, you know, moving on, 81, we got Austin Hooper. You know, I don't think we really need to talk about him. We've kind of talked about him in multiple. Yeah. You know, decent player, overpaid. But uh, I know. saw that he's uh, actually, I believe he's like fourth in receptions, ninth in TDs, and ninth in receiving yards as a tight end in, in, in since 2016. So it's interesting to see him get paid you know the highest paid tight end contract in the league yeah and uh you know just looking here uh kendall fuller i uh i thought i thought he might have made a pro bowl in his career at least once but i guess not but yeah i believe he's with the chiefs now he no he's with the the redskins now is he yeah he just signed on march 23rd four year 40 million Oh, he was with the Chiefs, I believe. Uh, I know some Fuller was with the Chiefs, so that's interesting. He went back to the back to the Redskins, the team yeah, that actually he, drafted him. 
Yeah, he went to the Redskins, and he went to the Chiefs for two years, and it says actually right here. In the Super Bowl against San Francisco 49ers, Fuller made a handful of crucial late plays in the fourth quarter, including a critical pass deflection and a game-stealing interception. Wow. So, uh, yeah, and, you know, he just signed a four-year, $40 million. It's, uh, I think his his brother, yeah, Kyle Fuller, mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, a pretty good corner for the Bears. But, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. But, you know, I had a question here at 91. Obviously, we have uh, Jacoby Brissett um, for the Patriots. And, you know, I was just wondering, would have you rathered him stay long-term? And, you know, in the circumstances now that Brady's gone, would you have uh, rathered Brissett come in and like if he would have sat there the couple years? Then Stidham? Yeah, like, I, like, I just, or, like if you had to pick, you know, Stidham, Garoppolo, or Brissett, you know, who would have you rather have taken? Well, I think undoubtedly the answer would be Garoppolo, but that just wasn't an option. I realized like option for, for the Patriots at the time as, you know, Garoppolo was going to get paid and realistically thinking about it now, he would have had to get paid for, for two seasons just to sit on the bench. And now that Brady's here, so uh, Garoppolo wasn't an option. Um, Jacoby Brissett, we traded him away for Philip Dorsett, who, you know, in reality – we turned a third-round pick into a first-round pick with uh, Dorsett. You know, obviously didn't turn out the way that some expected him to be at the first round. Um, uh, Jacob Brissett's, you know, I, I believe he's quite a good player. Uh, definitely there in Indianapolis. They had a great start to the season this year, and he was playing quite well until he got injured. But, you know, um, I believe that, uh, you know, Stidham is a, I believe he's a better throw of the ball naturally than Brissett. Uh, Brissett's probably a better athlete. Um, but either one, you know, I definitely like Brissett when he played there for the Patriots, and he stepped in and had a pretty big game against the Texans one night. Um, had a huge rush for like twenty yards and a, and a touchdown, and, and just did some Michael Vick type stuff. Yeah, uh, he was actually wearing number seven, so it was kind of cool to watch him. But uh, you know, uh, for the price, I'd say considering all that's happened, you know, Brissett just got a big contract, Garoppolo got a huge contract, so uh, having Sidham there is definitely a, it's definitely a, good uh good thing to have considering where they're at now but you know time will tell because Stem hasn't even played a game yet so uh he had a great preseason but it's definitely going to come down to what he does this year as I believe they got to commit to him as their quarterback sooner than later so he can you know they can prepare him fully um so I'm saying probably after draft if they don't draft somebody they're going to have to you know basically fully commit to him but not at the same time because you know, I know Brian Hoyer still wants to try to compete for the job. So, he, uh, at the same time, he'll be a mentor. But, realistically, the job is Stidham's job to lose. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, yeah, he, I think he's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting. Is he still signed with uh, the Colts, even though they've brought in yeah. Philip Rivers? Yeah. And I believe he's making $13 million, which is the reason why they had to cut Hoyer. Yeah. But, so that's uh, definitely. I I personally, what I believe, I think Jacoby Brissett's gonna win the job over Rivers. You think so? I think he'll be this. I don't think right away. But I think Rivers is gonna struggle in that offense. He has hardly any weapons, less weapons than he had with the Chargers last year. Undoubtedly, you know he's gonna be thrown to himself, and he's you know almost forty years old. If not, I'm not exactly sure how old he is, but he's definitely old. And he doesn't. You know, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do in the draft, but. At this point in time, they have a older receiver in T.Y. Hilton, and, and that's really about it. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, other than I believe Marlon Mack is their running back. Yeah. Yeah, so not too many uh, great options there. But, you know, moving down the list a bit, we got Joe Sherbert. Schaubert. Um, yeah, just got paid big bucks by the Jags, actually. Oh, did he? Yeah, he got a huge deal, like a four- or five-year deal. Yeah, five-year deal. Doesn't say... Uh, I think it was like 70, 70 million or something like that. Yeah, definitely um, a good linebacker, though, for sure. Yeah, you know, in Cleveland, you don't really hear much about him, but he's definitely a good, good, solid linebacker. Yeah, I guess he was actually, you know, the NFL leading tackler in 2017. That was the year he made the Pro Bowl. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's good for him. It says here, you know, he didn't have a single D1 offer. So, you know, it just shows you work hard. You can, uh, you can get to where you want to be. Yeah, for sure. Um you know, just look at the list now here, you got, you know, you got some names like Tyler Higby, Malcolm Mitchell, he, he kind of got his career cut short because of injuries, uh, Devondre Campbell, you know, another fast, super fast linebacker, and, and they are both drafted, Deion Jones and, and Devondre Campbell were both drafted by the Falcons, so that was a big class for them, but, you know, just, you want to move down here to, you know, the big pick that we're looking at here, it, you know, probably the if this isn't the steal the draft, I'm not sure what is, but uh, or maybe I guess later on I got in see this, but you know, uh, here at pick one thirty five, you got Dak Prescott, who, you know, he's about to get paid. Yeah, you know, Dak is obviously, uh, you know, he that's a huge pick, uh, super late picking up Dak, and obviously, ultimately, pretty sure he uh, beat out Romo for the starting spot. When, he did, uh, yeah. When he first came in, obviously he went thirteen and three as rookie year, with uh, you know, alongside Zeke, absolutely crazy uh, rookie campaign by both those guys, and you know he's always had a winning, uh, winning season. So, you know, he almost threw for five thousand yards last year and thirty uh thirty touchdowns. So definitely uh definitely a great pick and. No, I love him. I think he's good. Better than Wentz and Goff, if you ask me. But I'd say so too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure why he fell so young. I'm not, or fell so low. Sorry, I don't know if it's because he was a bit shorter than, uh, you know, Goff and Dak, or if it was because uh, you know they had Romo already. Like, who knows? But definitely uh, a huge pick, being you know offense rookie of the year that year. So. Mm-hmm. Over Zeke. Yeah, exactly, and you know it's obviously those two were the the one and two option to win that award, and you know couldn't have gone wrong either way. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Moving down here, we got uh, you know, a Pro Bowler Matt Judon. Never never heard of this guy honestly, so you know we can keep it flowing into Jordan Howard. Didn't know he was a Pro Bowler honestly. Yeah, you know someone who he's had better years with the Bears. You know, the grade of the year is with the Eagles, but now he's with the, you know, Miami Dolphins, and that's kind of a steal for them, really. Yeah, actually, he was a pro bowler in his rookie year when he had 1,300 yards and six touchdowns and, uh, you know, another 300 receiving yards. So, yeah, that that, that was actually, uh, you know, a great pick down there, you know. that That's good. He's a good player. For, for sure, and, you know, this, moving on just to, 
you know, I'm, sh I'm sure you see it and I see it, but this has got to be, I'd say, probably the steal of the draft. Uh, you know, pick pick 165, Tyree Kill. Yeah, and, you know, there's, uh, yeah, like, there's nothing else to say. You know, this guy is, zoom, there you go, he's gone. You know, he's a two-time first all-team pro, you know, second-team pro, all-pro, four-time pro bowler, Super Bowl champion. You know, he's got 4,100 uh, receiving yards in his career, so... Like, yeah, he is uh, one heck of a, an athlete running a four two nine. Yeah, that's crazy. Absolutely absurd. You know, he, he got injured, I believe, uh, right near, like, the middle, towards the end of the, the, the season. But, yeah, his one year, he had just about 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns. And, you know, if you go look at his, uh, his um, like, longest touchdown of the season, you know, 50 yards, 79, 75, 57. You know, this guy will absolutely torch you in open open field. So, mm -hmm. definitely, uh, you know, he's obviously had some uh, off-the-field issues. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, at least. Yeah, I I'm not sure why he was uh, taken, taken so low again. You know, maybe he just uh, wasn't the greatest in college or, you know, because so, he's so small. So. Yeah, I, I, that's probably, you know, at this point in time, they probably, you know, I don't think they valued speed that much in uh, in receivers, but uh, yeah, you know, he's kind of changed that. Yeah, he has, for sure. You know, obviously they got Hartman or whatever. You know, Hartman Nicole, whatever. Nicole Hartman, yeah. Yeah, obviously another super fast guy. And, uh, no, I didn't know he actually, uh, in the World Junior Championships in 2012, he actually won bronze medal. So, you know, this guy was uh, trying to be in the Olympics at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, freak of an athlete and super fast and athletic. But, you know, just to, just to wrap it off, uh, you know, there's a lot of pretty, you know, honestly, a lot of solid picks. I'm, they're not really notable names to pick off here, but you got a lot of good guys here uh, to conclude the sixth and, and seventh round. But do, do you know who Scooby Wright was? Scooby Wright. I think he's a linebacker here for the Cardinals. He was supposed. He's like one of the best, best college linebackers of all time. It was ridiculous how great he was, and you know, he for, he was like, just in 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 one sense. Like why? I, I'm not sure exactly why, but the hype around him was is ridiculous. Um, you know, I'll pull up his college stats right here, but. Yeah, um, I, I'm know. seeing it here, you know, 13 tackles, or 13 games, sorry, you know, 83 tackles, 9 tackles for a loss, he had a pick, you know, this following year he had about 163 tackles, you know, 30 tackles for a loss almost, that's crazy. 15 sacks, like, yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's what got him, you know, he was, he was talked about like crazy, and then he got injured, I believe, so. Yeah, he actually won, uh. And five forced fumbles that one year. He won the, the Chuck Bernardic Award in uh, uh, college, you know, and looking at some other guys who have won that, Chase Young, Josh Allen, Minka Fitzpatrick, you know, Aaron Donald won it the previous year before him, Tyron Matthew, Pat Pete, lots mm -hmm. of, you know, possible future Hall of Famers there. And I didn't know this guy is actually playing in the, the XFL now. 
Yeah, he spent time with the Browns, I guess, and then he got traded to the Cardinals, and you know, he actually ended up on the Patriots. So, uh, he, he, he was there he for a bit. Yeah, he actually did play a few games. Kind of looked like a kind of looked like a beast. He had the long hair and the sleeves, but uh, you know, now he's in the XFL, which is interesting to see. Yeah, it'll but, be interesting to see, you know, if he makes his way back into the NFL. Like, uh, you know, we've recently just seen a, a quarterback, I believe, signed with the Panthers. Yes, yeah. They love their quarterbacks. Yeah, so, you know, he was almost Mr. Irrelevant. But, you know, moving on right here to our uh, one of our favorite parts, obviously. Yeah. Definitely a little bit disappointing compared to other years. I mean, we got Peyton Barber. Running back for the Bucks, I've heard of him. We got Robbie Anderson. You know, I've never heard of CJ Ham, but you know he's also a fullback. Yeah. So uh, that's probably why. But Jonathan yeah. Jones. Yeah, and uh, Corey Littleton obviously made yeah. a goal. Geronimo Allison just got traded, I believe, uh, to the, or signed a deal with the Lions, I believe. So coming out of uh, Green Bay there, but you know, I you know. Uh, Robbie Anderson, that's kind of, uh, you know, I didn't know he was undrafted. And, you know, sure Jonathan Jones. He, the other day. Yeah, he did by the Panthers. Yeah, April 1st, you know, $10 million a year for two years. So, you know, that, that's not bad, obviously, coming as undrafted. You know, it's good. Yeah, and uh, another guy who got paid last year was uh, Jonathan Jones. He got a big, uh, big contract from Belichick and those guys. And uh, I believe it was something like. Um, Three year, like thirty million or something like that. You know, definitely cashed out, and uh, you know he's just had a he's had a really good career um, as a slot corner. You know, he's a he's a super fast guy, and uh, I I really like watching him play. He's like a you know I want to say he's like a faster Malcolm Butler. That's that's what he reminds me of. Yeah, and uh, you know this is this is interesting. I found this yesterday on my uh, on my page. I'm, I'm not sure what page you use when we look through these drafts, but I use uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. And it shows uh, schools with uh, the most draft picks. So obviously this year we had Ohio State had 12, uh, 12 players taken in the draft, followed by Clemson with nine and UCLA with eight. So those are our top three schools this year with uh, you know leading the way with producing some great athletes. Yeah, for sure, and uh, I just like to point out here, uh, the Patriots were not the only team forfeiting picks this season, uh, this draft. The, the Chiefs were as well, weren't they? The Chiefs, the the Los Angeles doesn't specify who, and also Atlanta. For what though? Were they cheating? Uh, Chan City was violating the NFL's anti-tampering policy. Sounds pretty fishy to me. Sounds a bit fishier than Deflate Gate, that's for sure. Oh right, yeah, it says Atlanta forfeited fifth round. For piping artificial crowd noises into the Georgia Dome. <laughs> what? So, what? They, they hooked up the speakers, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and don't know. Los Angeles forfeited its, its pick because they selected an offensive tackle in the supplement draft. So, they were yeah. cheating. No, just not doing the right stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's also got fined 250K. Yeah, that sounds like a bit more than uh, I don't know what they did to be honest. I, I've just heard about this now. No, same with Atlanta. I can't believe they uh three hundred and fifty k fine for them. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Atlanta was really 
just, you know, pumping some artificial noise into the stadium, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's got the speakers blaring. Yeah, 350k in a draft pick. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I, uh, yeah. And, um, you know, a little bit off topic here, but in 1986, you know, the Patriots also, uh, forfeited a pick and uh, along with 2008 for cheating again with the Spygate scandal. So. Yeah, that, that probably was a bit off topic, but thanks for pointing that out there. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess in 1986, they used the third round pick for illegal use of injured reserves. That's something like Bill would try to. Yeah, that's Bill to, before Bill. Yeah, trying to use the injury reserve for, uh, for his own good here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've heard that before. Not gonna lie, but you know, just uh, just get back to the draft. Uh, you know, who's who's your steal of the draft? I think it's either Dak or or Tyree Kill for sure. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's kind of hard to say like who the steal would be in my opinion because I mean, you know, even like looking at the second round, like you know Henry and Michael Thomas, like. Yeah. You know, look at some of the guys. More importantly, like Michael Thomas, look at some of the receivers taken before him. Sterling Shepard, yeah. you know, Treadwell, Dotson, Will Ferrell. I don't know. This is a. Uh, I don't know. Like it's you. I I have to say Dak just because you know he's a franchise like quarterback, future Hall of Famer in my opinion, most likely. But, uh, you know. Yeah, who who would you say it is, and then you know move on to uh, you know the winner the winner of this draft. Well, I'd have to say that the Steeler draft would meet for me. Uh, you know, you know snub snub of the draft, I'd probably say Tyreek, but the steal I'd say is probably you know like you said Michael Thomas. You know he's anytime you're on pace to be even anywhere close, Jerry Rice's record is you know that's a great player, and he's probably the best receiver. You know ever I'd say in his first four seasons just to just to point that out there he holds all the records for receptions yards this that and the other thing so you know he's really in great company right now and he's probably the best receiver in the league at, at this point yeah. in time and like with you saying how he is quiet like you, you don't hear about him you hear more about you know DeAndre Hopkins Tyreek Hill obviously AB like you just hear about those guys because they're um, more talkative obviously and yeah you know yeah. it yeah, kind of, almost kind of forgot about Michael Thomas, but, you know, definitely going to be looking forward to see what he can do this year, you know. Maybe get closer to that 2,000 yards in a season. But Yeah, um, for sure. You know, the Saints only had five picks this um, this draft, but uh, that's the, the least that any team had. Well, they probably so, got the best player, I'd say, out of the whole draft. That's what, that's what I mean. You know, they took Sheldon Rankins at 12. They had Michael Thomas, Von Bell, some guy I never heard of, and another guy that I have uh, never heard of. So, but you know, with only five picks, you know, you got to think that they're one of the winners of the draft, along with the Cowboys, obviously. For sure, and you know, I, I think I don't know if you remember, but you you kind of said it earlier. The Jaguars got Jalen Ramsey, Miles Jack, and uh, who is the other guy? Yannick. Um, Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd say, you know, that's probably my winner of the draft. 
Yeah. Um, but those guys are all gone, so yeah. Definitely at the time there was a winner, but now it's, you know, just producing players. And, um, you know, at the top here it also says that the Browns had uh, 14 picks. You know, just briefly scanning through this list, they've had one pro bowler in those 14 picks. Yeah, and that was, you know, one of the later picks in the fourth round. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, obviously another disappointing year for, you know, those dog pound fans. Yes, but, you know, next next draft is definitely a draft for Cleveland as, you know, they had the first pick with one of the worst NFL seasons of all time coming in in the year before. But, you know, uh, this is a pretty decent draft to look at some of the players. You know, you don't really expect Michael Thomas to be a second-round pick or or Tyreek to be a fifth or, you know, even Dak to be a fourth in the in the comp- compensatory pick uh, area. So, Yeah, the next draft, uh, you know, just briefly checking it over, it's uh, very interesting. You know, we got, I don't know, a wide variety of talent. Definitely. Yeah, you know, that's that's pretty big. And, uh, you know, oh, I didn't realize they had the first pick back to back years. So, so it's not, this is not even the Baker draft. No, Baker must be, uh, 2018. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, uh, yeah, definitely getting into these next two are definitely going to be interesting. You know, they're going to be players that we're going to be watching in the league for the next, you know, seven to 10 years, most likely, depending on their position. So, yeah, it's definitely, uh, getting interesting and you know the league could have easily been shaped a lot differently you know 10 yeah definitely 10 teams passed on patrick mahomes you know 12 passed on deshaun watson in uh in next year's draft and uh you know trubisky was taking number two so yeah that's you know that's what i'm gonna say like uh you know definitely an exciting draft today uh make sure to check back tomorrow as you know we got guys like Mitchell Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson all being drafted in, in just the top twelve picks. So, uh, you know, this is definitely a, this draft was pretty pretty educational. I, I, I thought Tyree Kill was definitely higher than a fifth round pick, but you know, yeah, there's that, definitely reason always, behind everything. Yeah, that's always the fun of doing this. You know, finding out who was actually taken so low and you know who was taken so high. Yeah, you know, some guys, you know never pan out and some guys are studs and they're just undrafted and then in the sixth round seventh round and and this and that but uh you know this was definitely a bit longer of a podcast but you know it definitely felt like uh you know we just flying by it and it was quite fun to do um so thank you ethan for for coming on and recording this and uh thank you guys for listening if you gotten this far um uh, make back make sure to check back tomorrow as you know like we said we got big time quarterbacks and that's probably the best position and the favorite position to look at and, uh, you know, you got the best quarterback in the game, I, I'd say, and Patrick Mahomes and, you know, another guy and Sean Watson drafted. So check back tomorrow. And uh, it should be a very exciting episode tomorrow for the 2017 NFL draft. So thank you guys for listening and uh, have a good night.